Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday. But it's not just any old regular throwdown Thursday. This is May 4th, which means, yes, of course, because we're dorks, you're going to get a little bit of that May the 4th be with you. Because, you know what? Why not? And in all likelihood, depending on how this evening goes and how many Jack and Cokes I have, how many beers I mix in, I might be suffering from the revenge of the fifth tomorrow. We'll see. But on that note, let's go ahead and get this party started. I do like a little of that Cantina band, man. It's a fun song. Is there like a punk ska version of this? I feel like I need to look that up. But anyway, first and foremost, let's go ahead and get this dude up in his piece, man. That's right, the one, the only, Shannon the Twitter Terminator MacGuffin, who thankfully finished dropping the kids off at the pool in time to actually show up tonight. So it's good to see you, bro. <laughs> The cold strapped it. Who? 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 Yeah. They dropped it. Who? <laughs> all right. So, in all fairness, number one, what's your head coach's name? Pop quiz. Tony Dungy, baby. <laughs> at least you're not going. At least you didn't say Jim Mora or something. <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> nice. I like that. Um, you know, I try not to get too bogged down in the draft stuff. I mean, I know a lot of people have fun with the mocks, and then you have the actual drafts. And look, I, I watched it, right? I watched the first round. I watched most of the second. And then it was really piecemeal after that. I kind of paid attention to what, you know, Green Bay was doing and what Washington was doing, stuff like that. So it was a little bit more, like, piecemeal. So then I just kind of tracked it loosely. But, I mean, it was kind of eventful, and it was entertaining. They really have – the NFL has definitely turned the draft into a show, uh, for ratings yeah. purposes, I don't know that I could personally actually go to it. Like that feels like that would be a pretty big ordeal to hang out there all day, but um, or all evening. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite sold on that as an in-person event for me. Uh, but they've certainly turned it into a television spectacle. So good on them for doing that. But it, it was an entertaining first round. We got, we got trades, we got action. You know, as always, there's a lot of okie dokes and. We had people that flew up the board and people that dropped way down. Here's looking at you, banana eating mayo coffee Will Levis. Um, so that was pretty wild. But as the Colts fan, with not Mora and not Caldwell and not Dungy, what was your initial reaction to Richardson getting drafted? I'm actually okay with that. I the upside is very intriguing. Of course, um, of course, uh, time will tell. But I mean. If you had the choice between Richardson or Levis, and look, I'm a UK guy. I liked Levis, but I just didn't want him on the team because I didn't want to hate the kid. Um, and Richardson, keep going. Richardson, I just the upside is just there. Like the the arm talent, the speed, the size. But he's a project, and you you've got to coach him up, and you've got to be have patience. Looking at you, Ursay. <laughs> Well, he, was, he was just out there messing with people on Twitter saying that she would draft Levis too. I mean, come on, dude. Put put <laughs> put the bag down, bro. <laughs> no oh. no lines during the draft. <laughs> so because like when uh, I was bouncing around doing something at that part of the draft, I don't remember if we had a soccer. I don't. We had something going on, and so I wasn't tracking it live. At that, I was a little bit behind, and maybe I was doing the kids' bedtime. Maybe that's what it was. And um, so I looked at the at the you know sports through chat and like I at first I thought y'all were messing around saying you know just the, the Colts are taking Richardson and it was like no that's what happened I was like oh okay 
So, look, the upside is fascinating, right? And to be fair, you think that Shane Steichen helped develop Herbert, and obviously he has his, you know, whatever his role was, his contributions with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. So you'd like to believe that that staff will understand where he's at in his development curve and will put him mm-hmm. in a position to grow his game. He's going to have to be willing to take lumps. He's going to have to learn how to read NFL defenses. I mean, all those things are true. I mean, that's true of any rookie quarterback coming in. The right. question is, how soon do they play him? You know, and then how do they how do they get him in the game and how do they help him grow his game? And if you want to parallel, if you think of – and I, I don't know that he's got the same kind of intangibles. You know, people are going to talk about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a special dude, Right. He's a good dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he well, again, he can leg press a, a car, but you think of all the leadership stuff with him, that's a football lifer is what, you know what I mean? That's what Jalen Hurd strikes me as, somebody that loves loves the game and loves the work and loves the stuff that goes into it, you know? The, you know, and the, the character for Jalen. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and then his, just his, yeah, who he is as a person, at least by the accounts that we know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's a lot. He's got a lot of the off-field intangibles and on-field intangibles that don't. It's not like a, there's a ready-made metric for that. So it, I get the I get why people want to talk about that. But that being said, you also had Philadelphia being a very well-constructed roster, which they've continued to do. So you're not putting him in the same position. What you're hoping though is that that head coach can help him develop and grow his game. And if that's the case. It's hard not to be fascinated by what the physical tool set that Richardson brings to the equation, what his ceiling could be. Is he ever going to get there? Who knows, right? Ceiling is the roof, the bro. Ceiling, the ceiling is the roof. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Uh, anywho. So, all right. Well, I'm glad that you're excited. And uh, have you ordered your Richardson jersey? <laughs> I have not. Let's um... <laughs> too, too early? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too right. soon, as I kids you. say. Right. Too Fair. soon. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Anywho, I guess we might as well go ahead and get Randy old giggity gals up in this piece, too. What's up, bruh? Eh, not a whole lot, dude. Just, uh, I would say living the dream, but, I mean, you know. that dra- I know the draft for the Niners wasn't... <clears throat> anything really to write home about we've got maybe got a couple of guys who can contribute early but i think a lot of the rest of them are just going to be uh depth and projects for the most part so it's all good there you waited all that time for their first first choice to be a what (laughs) it it was yeah it was a safety Mm -hmm. which i mean i'm fine with because you know if if this dude actually pans out you know it's a good pairing with hifanga back there so i guess i can't complain but so much by the way uh, i was scrolling through some of the uh some older drafts and I didn't realize Hufanga was a fifth rounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty damn good value. I'm not shabby. But, uh, I, you know, I don't, I, again, I try not to get too wrapped up in the picks. I mean, it's fascinating, but, you know, you read about this stuff, and there's a lot of optimism on all of these, all these picks. The grades, this, that, and you can argue about strategic things with what teams did and did they get good value in the draft? I mean, there's a reasonable conversation about some of that, but you don't really know. 
You know what I'm saying? You, you, you right. really mm-hmm. don't, man. There's a no. lot of crapshoot-esque elements. And it was funny. I was looking at this one one draft. Hold on, let me see if I can bump to it. I don't know if it was tw- the 2020. Maybe it was the 2021. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2021 draft. And I'm sitting there looking at it. And, you know, it's really wild, man. It was Lawrence 1, Zach Wilson 2, Womp Womp, Trey Lance 3, who knows, Kyle Pitts, eh, Jamar Chase, hit on that, Jalen Waddle, hit on that, you know, Panay Sewell, which, who, who I cer- certainly think is good. He's a good tackle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sertain was 9, J.C. Horn, Devonta Smith, I mean, you know, like Justin Fields, Michael Parsons. I mean, there's a lot of good players there, but... You know the Jets got the Jets got Bupkis out of the two hole. <laughs> I mean Zach Wilson yeah. got good stuff out of the two hole. I mean he is the milf missile. So <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> damn, that's the milf only does the body good. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that really hit out of that draft for Zach. I mean <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> but you know it's weird, right? And then and then I was like, all right, let me look at the twenty twenty. Because we're at the point where all these players were either getting kind of, um, you know, working out contract stuff or they're doing a fifth-year extension. And there's a lot of people that didn't get that fifth-year option. Chase Young's one of them. So Burrow Burrow went to one spot. Of course, that's a hit. I mean, and he's going to get paid at King. I mean, God bless how much that dude's going to make. But Chase Young, I mean, yeah, he had the injury. So how, how much different would his career be if he hadn't had the injuries? I don't know. You know, strong start kind of fell off, and he's in prove it year. And I'm okay with him not giving him the fifth year option. Show me what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Tua, we'll see. You got the concussion issue. Justin Herbert, I think, is legit. But there's plenty of guys. You look down this list, and there's some names. I'm like, now I know I've retired from fantasy football, right? But I looked down this list, and I'm like, who are some of these dudes, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> And then every once in a while, there's somebody that really pops. I mean, Justin Jefferson at 22, steal. Jalen Rager at 21, which I bet they wish they could have that one back. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, the Eagles have done a hell of a job, right? But Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson, that won't it. <laughs> that was that was not that was not the deal. <laughs> so, so it's funny. So we're not really going to know for you know a couple of years. There's going to be somebody from this draft class that pops. Obviously, and there will be people that show it early, but injuries can derail it, and just just the adjustment to the NFL. So I try not to get too worked up about the draft. Enjoy it for what it is. You know, you get to see a lot of these players have moments, and you know, be on the stage and all that. And a lot of that's really cool, the backstory, the moments. But they got to they got to prove it and earn it on the field. So we're gonna look back in two or three years. For I mean, depending on how long it takes some of these players to you know, mature and grow and get on field and, and hopefully pan out. But the only way you really know is to look back, which is weird, but that's just the reality, you know? So I try not to get too mm-hmm. wrapped up in the draft stuff in, in the moment. Years ago, back when the Redskins, the then Redskins were actually good, there was one draft they had. I don't remember if, if it was, maybe it was a Desmond Howard draft, uh, but they took a couple of people and I was like really excited about them. And like they sucked, <laughs> like they were terrible. 
Oh, they got like the Florida wide receivers back in the day, and you're like, oh, dude, they're going to be explosive, and those guys didn't do squat. No, and you know you can look back and and see these things, and it's just it's crazy how it works. Sometimes you're in in the moment, you're like really hyped about a player or a draft, and it just morphs into a big bag of bustology. I mean, it's really wild, you know, how wrong they can be, and some of it is you know the money messes with some dudes. Uh, they can't handle the. They just can't handle the pro game or or whatever. I mean, there's just stuff that happens, and some guys have a rough start and they put it together and they figure it out late. That happens. Sometimes they're just not in a great schematic fit or not a great organizational fit. Those things happen. So it'll be interesting to see how you know all the optimism aside, what these players actually are once they're on field and going. So you know, we'll we'll kind of see. But uh, I hope you're ready for the Sam Darnold era. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't don't Maybe. wish that on me. Don't wish that on me. Come on now. <laughs> I, I will say it was definitely a, uh, a bold strategy to draft a kicker in the third round. Yeah. But at least we didn't go Raiders with that. So, I mean, I can't. But, but obviously, Janikowski panned out as being one of the better kickers in yeah. NFL history. So yeah. plus, he but could, it's, I, plus, he could lay some wood on some people, man. Oh, yeah. That dude played his heart out. What do they call him? The Polish... Nightmare, or something. I I we'd have to look up his nicknames, man. I I don't quite recall. Because dude, that was a hefty kicker. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's he's a big boy. Um, beefy. There's the, the the other like when we think of like big beefy guys, like in certain positions, like Janikowski is the kicker is one I think of, and then I always think of um, God, uh, Polish cannon. Was, was it Jared? Was it Jared Lorenzen, the hefty yes, lefty, or the, the hefty lefty, 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 the Pillsbury yeah. throw boy? Uh, he yeah. had a he had a bevy of like really fun names. Yeah, he got he called him Polish cannon. What did he get? Cannon. One or two rings being Eli's backup? Uh, I'm not sure. We'd one. Have to, we'd have to look. He got up, the one. We'd have yeah. to look up his career. He got the one. Yeah. Well, look, you hear him talking, so let's go ahead and bring him in here. Why not? That's right. The one, the only, the fantasy failhorn, a.k.a. Matthew Philip West Whitfield. What up, brah? You know, I, I, I want to take a, uh, like, to the uh, Green Bay. Because I'm going to tell you this. Gutekunst did not draft one, two, three, four, five. Offensive weapons in the first six picks of the draft. The only thing he did was take take a uh, uh, mess with the first round pick. Everything else, wide receivers, tight ends. I know quarterback. I know they they went to t- although Van Ness. I, I, I joked around in the chat. I was like, Whitfield's going to be so happy. It's a defensive player, but Van Ness feels like he should be a Packer, right? I don't, I, I yeah, don't, he, yeah, I, he does. I don't know if he's going to be good or not, but it feels like that's like a very like on-the-nose kind of pick for them. Uh, the name, the look, playing hockey, busting people. I mean, he just he just feels like he should be a Packer. So I'm okay with that. Hopefully he lives up to some of the draft optimism. But, yeah, they took a lot of uh, – because it was two tight ends, right? It was two tight ends. Yeah, bunch two of tight wide, ends. Bunch of wide receivers. Two wide re- three wide receivers. Yeah. And a quarterback. <laughs> uh, well, pff, that quarterback's probably just – I like Clifford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Bench Warmer. Congrats! <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> Bring in Mason Rudolph? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh um, boy. 
I, I, oh, so <laughs> the part that cracks me up is He's Levis was guard. behind Clifford at Penn State. I know. And that was the reason he transferred to Kentucky. I know. And he gets drafted higher than Clifford. Well. Doesn't mean he'll be better, but Mm-mm. just kind of makes me laugh. Yeah. Um. No, but I just, I just it's like Aaron would have loved this draft. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think they got two really good tight ends. One's a better uh, op, um, one's a better um, blocker. Both of them have very high uh, ceilings. You can um, line them up in the slot and kind of play them over the middle. Again, I mean, I think they hit on that. We'll see, right? This was supposed to be a phenomenal tight end class. And right. Washington apparently was trying to trade up for uh, the Notre Dame kid. Mayor. And, and uh, balked at the uh, balked at the cost and you know again I try I try not to get too wrapped up but I I was kind of buying into that I was like yeah do it go ahead pull the trigger make that choice you know but oh well no I mean um, we'll see. I, I mean I heard they were uh, trying to move up for mayor and they were trying to move up for uh, teams were trying to move up for mayor and they were trying to move up for Levis on the back end well yeah. Oh, <laughs> Again, and Pittsburgh wasn't going to trade that pick. No, no, no. Um, that that made sense. I I will say, when you think about the draft as a whole, I, it took me a minute on 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 the uh, the Forbes pick. I was watching. I mean, his highlights are ridiculous, right? But that dude is so thin. I was like, oh my god, man. <laughs> Dude, skip leg day. It's so thin. I don't think it matters. I think when you're built like that, you can do all the leg day you want. I mean, it's just not. He skipped meal day. <laughs> I'm sure they'll. Yeah, Emmanuel Forbes. Um, but it, his highlight package is filthy, right? I mean, that dude is. I mean, it's like you were watching the highlights and you're like, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like he's as fast as he is, but he's just running away from people. Like, it was crazy. So. You know, and those are kind of fun things to think about. But then the flip side of me is like, in the in, in the big old beefy NFC East, I'm like, you know, they're just going to truck this guy. They're going to run right up. And I know he's willing to throw himself in there and tackle and all this stuff. But I'm like, man, I hope he get put some weight on. And I saw the numbers on his reported weight have fluctuated a little bit. But at one point, he listed at 6'1", 166. So that's pretty damn lean. Uh, but it, it made me think back to, uh, God, who was that big back for the Giants? Brandon Jacobs. And there was one mm-hmm. one Giants Redskins game where he just absolutely like trucked somebody, and I always felt like he just ran his crotch through the dude th- through the defender's face. <laughs> and I, like in my head, I'm like, oh my god, they're just gonna run, they're just gonna run at this guy. <laughs> but How about Hainsworth? <laughs> no, Hainsworth just laid down. He was he was a piece of crap. Or um, he'd step on someone's face. Yeah, yeah, he got paid, and then he just sucked bags of ass. I I don't know. We'll see. But you know, again. Some of the highlights are kind of fun, and that's neat. And and hopefully, uh, hopefully he's decent. There are there are picks I liked. I I, I thought uh, the Ravens did a good job. Obviously, you have to take that in total with them getting Lamar signed. I like the Zay Flowers signing, or excuse me, uh, uh, pick. I like that. Um, if OBJ is healthy, you certainly can't say they haven't, you know, gone out and gotten some pieces uh, for that offense for Munkin for Lamar. I like that one. Uh, I thought it was a hoot that um, the Bills went and got Kincaid because I swear to God, it felt like Dallas was was chomping at the bit to take that dude. But I, I like that, that one's kind of fun. And and again, yeah, who knows how these things pan out. 
everybody dobslobbed on Philadelphia, of course, for getting Carter and then being able to get uh, Nolan Smith at the back end. Or, excuse me, the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Let's get it right. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Twitter was having a field day. That was a lot of fun, watching all the all the rando memes with it. But, God, it, they really do have a ton of uh, uh, Georgia players on that squad. And it feels like the it feels like Washington has drafted a ton of Alabama linemen, right? There's mm, there's all yeah. kind, there's all kinds of SEC action in the AFC, in, in the NFC East, man. It, it's really wild. Um, Bama versus uh, Georgia, yeah, in DC and Philly. I know, right? It's just it's just how it is. So I guess I would ask you guys, and you know, we're 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 gonna bounce around a little bit. Um, maybe one of like one of the things you loved about the draft, something you hated about it, or thought was funny. Uh, I will say one of my favorite parts was that whole thing with um, uh, obviously as part of the compensation for Aaron Rodgers, the Jets and the Packers swapped first round picks. And I thought it was an absolute riot that the Steelers end up uh, trading with New England. <laughs> Such a dick move. Oh my God, dude. It was so, <laughs> it was so funny, man. That was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. And just the field day people had with that, we were laughing about it in the chat. People on Twitter and all—I mean, they—they they were just cracking up over it, and uh, th- that was hilarious. I don't know if that move pans out, and you know, sometimes what's funny about that is sometimes the player you don't get versus the player you end up—you're better with the player you end up with. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's how these things played out. I mean, that was true for Dallas and Micah Parsons. You know <sighs> what I mean? I, I mean, yeah, thank they should thank their lucky stars for that one, right? Um, sometimes that's how it goes, you know. Sometimes it's, it's it, what, what was that Garth Brooks song, you know, uh, unanswered prayers. So for the mm-hmm. NFL, sometimes it's the undrafted players, you know, like the picks you didn't make, uh, <laughs> and the way it kind of it it just breaks and and falls for you. But that that I thought was great. And there are people who swear that, you know, Belichick, whether it's true or not, doesn't really matter. The optics of it make it feel like Belichick did it just to F the Jets. My and, favorite part is that, that alone was 100% worth it. Yeah. When Greenberg, who is a G- Jets fan, is like, well, Belichick sticks it to the Jets again. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was great. So that, that was one of my favorite parts, man. That was one of my favorite parts. I don't know. Like I said, anything you really hated or really loved or just got a, a kick out of? So it wasn't so much the a pick. Mm-hmm. So it was it was day three, um, and a dude. They I, obviously they had fans coming up making picks and calling yeah. picks and stuff. So one of the did you guys see the guy from that did the Atlanta pick? I haven't watched the video. I've read about it. He made some kind of twenty to three blast. And it, yeah, it was just like he came up, made the pick, and he goes, "Oh yeah, twenty-eight-three, real original." Try so, you know, I mean, just and like I haven't heard that one before. And walked away, like every like Rich Eisen <laughs> and all those guys were just dying laughing, going, "I got to see this again." Like they were just replaying it over and over because they were just tickled pink that he did that dude did that. He's like he even had fired back and everything. This is great. He didn't, didn't even care. <laughs> that's great. Like the funniest thing I'd seen like in the draft ever. Yeah, that's pretty good. I always love the dude that goes and does the announces some of the picks for the Cowboys. Um, that retired player, Drew Pearson. Oh my God, Drew Pearson is an absolute riot. I love that he just messes with the crowd, man. That <laughs> that is phenomenal. I love him. I love him. I want I want ex players going up there and having an absolute field day, just messing with the crowd. 
Who uh, was it? Was it McAfee and Reggie Wayne that messed with the Tennessee crowd one year? <laughs> oh, they trolled them hard. Yeah, yeah. they did. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Matt, since you brought up Van Ness, uh, I, I love that uh, double ass pat that he got on the girlfriend, man. Way to go, Pops. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid, man. Oh, man. And uh, uh, I don't know if you guys watched when um, the Patriots drafted, uh, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, is it Keon White? And he just, Oh, and he looked mad. And he just looked like he was like, man... <laughs> crap <laughs> and like he like he came out and he said he, he, was, he was happy he's just a really chill guy but you're watching a video and you know you you don't have a lot of context with some of these things and some of the players are so happy and other players are just like all right <laughs> you know and he just looked like fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's such a contrast with like um that dude uh, the Cowboys drafting the son of one of their scouts, like that was uh, Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn's mm-hmm. dad. His, his dad Chris is a scout for the Cowboys, and he actually got on the phone and he told Deuce he's about to get drafted. Like that's incredible, right? And so you have some moments where there's tears and there's joy and there's uh, butt slapping. Uh, go team Venice and all these other things. And there's other ones where you're like, uh oh, is this dude okay? And th- that was kind of that. So. I don't know. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. All right. You want another player who didn't look very happy to get drafted was uh, Stroud going to the Texans. He did not look happy well, at knows, all to be drafted by the Texans. He's not going to get all the Sean Watson happy ending deals, man. They're going to ruin it for him. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Yeah. I mean, that the, he, he messed up the escorts and the masseuse and them, all that's jacked up. <laughs> you know, in C.J. Stroud, there is a sports brew quote for that. How? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, pretty what, much, Shannon. I'll, 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 I'll do that for you. You're right. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Dude thought he was, yeah. you know, dude thought he'd he'd, he'd be get uh, getting drafted Ladies somewhere and getting and like so Lady Marmalade up in there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Watson, f that up, bro. Sorry. Yeah, but I tell you, then they turned right around, and it was funny. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah actually called that trade before, uh, like his last mock draft. He had Houston at two and three, mm-hmm. taking Anderson and Stroud, and everybody was crazy. They're going to do that. They're going to do that. They did that as, as a big cost, and it's an aggressive move. By the way, you know the last um, the last couple of teams to have two picks in the top three actually just the last two because there's it's only three occurrences in the common draft era the texans are one of them i don't remember redskins the redskins are one of them 2000 who they draft lavar errington and chris samuels yeah Mm -hmm. and both that i remember that's what i can remember yeah both of those players were legit yeah definitely you know the other one, Shannon, I can't believe you don't remember this in 1992. Your Indianapolis Colts selected Steve Entman and Quentin Corriott. Or Corriott. Well, that, worked, that worked out. <laughs> we, also, we, we all know what happened with Entman. Corriott was actually a pretty decent yeah. linebacker, didn't, but didn't Steve up, Entman, though, damn, didn't, man, what a waste of talent. Didn't Corriott end up playing in Seattle at some point? I could swear he did. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Mm. Yeah, that one didn't work out so well. So, so the Texans better hope they're more in the Arrington Samuels mold. 
you know. But yeah, if, and, and, um, what? I was going to say my favorite, probably another one of my favorites was Brian Branch in the second round. Mm-hmm. He was the only kid from the green room from the first day that came back. Oh, good on and, him. Uh, saw it through. Good on him. Yeah. Like it was Levis, Branch, and like a couple other guys, but Branch was the only one who came back the next day. Well, Levis was like, F and I'm out. <laughs> F and I'm out. Yeah. Oh, man, get out of here. I got to worry about some all these guys honking at my girlfriend and everything. Which one? <laughs> Dude, I, all the guys <laughs> looking at his girlfriend and his sisters. His sisters were pretty hot, too. So I know. Although he looked like a hot mess. Oh, Jesus, man. You know, I mean, they. But yeah, good on Branch, though. Yeah. Yeah. They overdid. Go ahead. ahead. That just shows me a lot of character. Yeah. That you didn't go his way, but he was willing to come back the next day and stick it out. Well, and I think it's also just the experience of actually being there and getting to be up on stage and things like that that you know there's certain things that you when you go in there and you have yeah you have expectations to go you want to go in the first round right. but still just to have have that you know to just be like i was there i got to go out on stage i got to get my jersey stuff like that that's that's a once in a lifetime deal right there and that's how i could and like i understand the embarrassment yeah. aspect for a guy like levis but in in the same respect like i would have liked to see him be like all right, I took my lumps. Let's see what you got today. And look, Branch, dude, he's gonna have some fun on that defense with in Detroit with Campbell, man. In Detroit, all of a sudden, dude. That's yeah, and then they they drafted really well. Uh, you know, and they got a lot of criticism. Uh, like- they got a lot of criticism for the linebacker to run it back. But here's the thing: if they get it right, and it's you know, and of course they sent Swift to Philadelphia, so they get another Georgia guy. That's again, it's one of those things. Like we got to see what happens in a couple of years, right? Uh, in the moment, and Matt, you and I had a lot of conversations about the running backs, and I think there we have to separate out traditional running backs and guys that are more like flex position running backs, where they can be a slot receiver, right? They can right where and and uh, they said it in the broadcast and we've talked about this before too and it's not an official position but it's not so much that they're a running back it's that they're an offensive weapon and you can use them in different ways and in different packages and they've got receiving skills and they have running skills and i think those guys are very valuable because that is if you want an absolute parallel you're hoping that in some way shape or form you can get somebody that does that can do a debo role for you Right, if you get somebody that can fill that kind of role, then that's a tremendous skill set to add to your team and to your offensive packages. Well, you want that; it's super valuable. Well, well, yeah, definitely because uh, Zeke killed the market for like running backs. Yes, I mean that's why Saquon doesn't have a contract, essentially. But that's crazy because. Saquon's a, a kind of a do it all back uh, running back, but he's trying to get McCaffrey money, which he isn't. Um, I don't think he's uh, worth McCaffrey money. But back to the draft thing, yeah, yeah. Bijan Robinson, everybody was like complaining, "Oh, you don't take a running back in the top eight anymore, but you take a running back like a skill set like his, yes, in, in the top eight. 
Uh, and he was then, going to Philly at 10 if Atlanta didn't get him. See, I don't know. Oh, and Matt and I, like we were talking about, I was like, wouldn't it be great if he fell to the Jets? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. Yeah. He won't but, uh, 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 but he, he goes, and then, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I read something. Robinson's already uh, been projected in the top 10 on fantasy on the back end on the first round. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, perfect point. Those do-it-all running backs are the ones that teams want mm-hmm. and the ones that teams will pay. You're not going to get paid if you're a traditional uh, uh, kind of lineup. Well, if, you, uh, if, if you're just a platoon guy, right, or a power runner or whatever, if, if you are confined to being a running back that just catches some dump-offs, it's different than a guy that – can be a running back and then be a slot receiver and then they can run, you know, do this jet sweep or whatever, man. If they can do all kinds of stuff with you, it's different. Again, I mean, Dallas the, is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. They the spark for that offense for sure. Right. But I mean, when you get guys like McCaffrey and Austin Eckler, um, I mean, I guess Josh Jacobs, Eckler vastly underpaid. Yeah. The Eckler deal is kind of tough, but I think you're going to start seeing that a lot more with these other, you know, running backs, depending on, uh, when they're drafted, where they're at with it, and it's it's a tough deal for Eckler, man. It's a tough deal, dude. But yeah, like with Jacobs, though, he's definitely shown that he has the ability to be that guy. He's definitely uh, being a little more used, utilized in the passing game uh, than recent years. Yeah, and he's he like last season, he just blew up. He went totally off the rails and just just destroyed teams. Yeah. Whether it was through the air or on the ground, he's just one of those guys that's finally developing into what the Raiders thought he was going to be when they drafted him. This is why I don't understand is because you've got these guys like Eckler, Jacobs, uh, Pollard, and um, that they don't want to pay. Well, you know, think Uh, think about it this way, though. Well, right. I understand. Think about it this way, though. If you – some of these guys that – depending on where you take them, if you draft draft them in the first round, right, let's let's look at – you know, Atlanta and Detroit this year with the backs they took. If you go, you know what? We're going to take them in the first. They're going to get decent compensation, and we control them. And we have a fifth-year option. We can kind of lock them up for a chunk of time, and then we, we can let them walk. So you can, if you get it right, you get good value. And I guess they could hold out or they could threaten or whatever, but you don't have to play that game if you don't want. And you use can, them up, spin them out. You can use them up and then let their second contract be somebody else's problem. I mean, I, I mean, get it, that. And, and that's a strategy. I, I think, you know, yeah. for certain running backs, I think you'll see more people do that. Not for all of them, but for certain guys. Yeah, yeah I, think, but, uh, I, I think gone uh, are the days of like the 400 carry, five, you know, 500 touch type seasons. Uh, unless you're Derrick Henry, who just seems to not be slowing down whatsoever. Derrick Henry is about the only one. He's a bit of an outlier. But he was having some injury issues last year. Yeah, Yeah, that's – I think – but, yeah, I was going to say that, but I think his injuries – I mean, his lack of injuries are now starting to catch up with him. Well, he's got a lot of carries on him, but that's also a a team with a marginal – I mean, I don't know what to make of Tennessee. A lot of people have argued they had a really good draft, and that may be true. I don't know how much that's going to help – excuse me, Tan Hill – help uh, Derrick Henry this year. He's had a, he's had a hell of a career. He's taken 
you know, a fair amount of hits and he's old enough now that you're just going to assume, even if he's not, you're just going to assume that he's going to be on the decline, you know? And that's a shame. I'd like to see him be, you know, finish his career somewhere else, unless he just wants to stay there. But it, it, there's lots of teams where you go, God, if you could pick him up cheap and have him as part of your platoon, that could just be nasty. Uh, speaking of Tannehill and Tennessee, obviously they get Levis, and Levis was super excited to go there. So hopefully that works out uh, for Levis. But, and I don't know how much of this is substantiated or just speculation or whatever, uh, but there was a report that said the Falcons. Um, nearly pulled off the trade. I don't know if nearly pulled off, or at least they were in discussions with the Cardinals for a trade uh, for Kyler Murray, and they were also in discussions with the Titans for a trade uh, for Tannehill. Now, that would have been wild. That doesn't surprise me. Um, obviously, when you're talking Arizona, that they're ready to just blow it up and restart yeah. over. And, yeah. and I know they tried to move Hopkins, and I saw, and I literally just saw today how they try you know the talks about Murray, which was kind of surprising given his contract. But I guess they do have the cap space. But just didn't put in those four hours of studying. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hit the books, bro. Um, it, it, that's one where you go. Well, if you're gonna tank it, just tank it, right? If you're gonna blow it up, blow it up. But you now that being said, the likelihood we see Kyler Murray on field this season feels like it's about zero anyway. So they can sort of tank it in effect. You know, it was, they, what, late, it was late season, right, for the ACL yes. tear? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I – because here's the reality is they're – you know, the likelihood they're good is pretty low. So even if he could play at the end of the year, do you want to risk it? Not really. Now, how well does Dean Warmer think they're going to play? <laughs> 0. 0.0. Uh, also, Dean Wormer needs to have a conversation with those two USC journalism students. Did you guys hear the story? About no. That? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Los Angeles Times had a story. Here's the headline. Two USC journalism students covering the NFL draft were arrested while boarding a plane back to Los Angeles in the theft of more than $1,000 worth of first-round draft pick jerseys. What Come the on, fuck? You idiots. Come on, dude. My, my favorite comment? Already, the st- already found the steal of the draft. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that. That's outstanding. Oh, that's perfect. The internet remains undefeated. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But I mean, you're a journalism student and you're trying to abscond with some jerseys. Like, like wait, 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 to never work in that field, y'all. <laughs> like, that's the end of that. Nope. Oh. <laughs> How? Yeah, hundred percent, man. How did you mess that up? I stole some jerseys from the draft. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, who do they think they are? Nicholas Cage? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go seal the Declaration of Independence, okay? How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Actually, you know what would have been great? Because they make those jerseys on the fly, right? You know, when they're doing the picks, because they've shown that before where they, they have like the, you know, they've got a machine, they're pressing, they're doing the the names and all that stuff on, on some of these jerseys. But how great would it, would it have been if like they stole some of these jerseys and like these dudes got to go out with no jersey, right? <laughs> they drafted who? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> that sounds like a deal. <laughs> this cocksucker doesn't even have a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> who? who the fuck is this? <laughs> 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 
That's still the all time. That's still the best draft react ever, man. Just ever. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, we can play that every year when we talk about the draft and like just in perpetuity. But uh, what? Just idiots, man. Absolute hundred percent idiots. I don't know what's going to happen to them. Um, but what a what a terrible way to represent your school and your professional ambitions, idiots. Stupid. Well, there ain't no problem uh, anymore. No. Go ahead, uh, Matt. Real quick. Yeah. With all the movement movement around that the Cardinals did, they have three mm-hmm. ones, two twos, two threes. They got a ton of picks. Two fours and a fifth. Yeah. I mean, what, the, next year? Next year. Yeah. They, they got a lot and of And if picks. they get rid of Murray, better go all in for Caleb okay? Williams. Yeah, that's that's well. You got to not only do you. I mean, that's one of those things that's tough, man. Because like you have to. I don't know what you're going to get back for them, but the team that's trading for them has to cough up whatever and and absorb a lot of money. So that's kind of a mixed bag. Um, but maybe a second chapter would be good for him. But yeah, I, I read some interesting articles talking about you know if you really kind of take a step back and do, and do a big picture view of what the Cardinals accomplished. They've really stocked themselves up very well with picks to rebuild and reload that roster, which they have to do. The big thing is, can you hit on them? You know, can you hit on them and get them right? They'll send Kyler Murray to the. Well, they'll send Kyler Murray to the Red Wolves. I don't want no. Hell, <laughs> hell, no, hell no. Yeah, get that. Uh, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Hell, <laughs> no. No, nah, I'm what teasing. Is- I'm teasing. What is wrong with you? No. That'd be just as dumb as the RG3 deal. Ah, uh, no, nah, I, I wouldn't go that far, but that. Ky- Kyler Murray? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That, that franchise has spent enough trash, time. Look, that franchise has spent enough time over the last 23 years coming up short. We don't need to add Kyler Murray to that mix. Just saying. <laughs> Kyler Murray has a better chance of landing in Green Bay than he does Washington. Watch him out. Although I'm, I don't have Dan Snyder to make fun of anymore, so I guess if Kyler, yet, watch if, him out. If Kyler Murray yourself. showed up, right? Don't different. change yourself. No, stop, asshole. <laughs> no, I'm telling him something. I don't have Dan Snyder to worry about. Oh like, yeah, quiet. don't I, I know, yourself I know, quite yet. I know and, until it's actually done and it's for, it's formally sold. Uh, but th- they're doing some stuff. Uh, th- it sounded like they were going to try to take a um, not an informal vote, but they were trying to push some push some things through, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they want to get rid of him. And you know, honestly, I'm sitting there watching like you know the Devils of are in the playoffs had some success. The 76ers in the playoffs have had some success. Joel Embiid, of course, MVP. Uh, kudos to him, by the way. So, you know, I've seen, like, random fan pictures where, you know, people are with Harris and, you know, having fun, geeking out. And I'm like, there you go. We need an owner that's that's out there having fun, not selling expired beer, and has actually helped, you know, lead, uh, you know, the, these organizations to some playoff action. Like, I'll take that. That's a win. I hope. <laughs> by the way, is the Golden State Lakers game over yet? Has to be by now, yeah? Uh, they were up by 30 with like five minutes to go. So oh my it's tied, God. They lost it's by tied one to one. Oh, good Lord. I guess, uh, I guess. I, <laughs> 127 to a hundred. Well, what do they have? Like 21 threes in the game one loss. What do they, what, do they make 43s this time or like what happened? <laughs> 
What? Happened? It seems like every time you turn your head, they're shooting another damn three. Well, Clay Thompson went off, and Anthony Davis had a shit game. So. Ah, well, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Mm. And yeah, there's some crappy calls on that game. Twenty-one I mean, to forty-two threes for Golden State. Good yeah. God! Well, the Lakers had a billion free throws in Game One, and and AD was just a, a stud. So that's hopefully that ends up being a good series. That feels like that's gonna that's gonna be a Game Six, Game Seven kind of jobby, doesn't it? Yeah, and yeah, that's what it's setting up to be. Yeah. Uh, is there an update by the way on Chris Paul with his injury? A week. A week. Whew. Isn't it a shame you think about the injuries in the NBA playoffs? Uh, I mean, obviously it altered the Clippers with George and Kawhi. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with this Chris Paul deal? But, it, I mean, and, and like Giannis had the back injury. And, by the way, that that's tough given that coach, Das Boot, given the, the deaths in his family. That's tough. Brutal, dude. And having to Brutal read a couple years ago. I know. that that That's tough. I think there's going to be some real mixed reaction. I've seen some people that are like, nah, he had to go. He kind of – you know, he gets more credit. He he basically got to stay longer because of the championship, but they've underperformed. And so you can make some credible conversations about that. But you figure Toronto booting Nick Nurse, um, Bud getting Das Boot. I mean, that's there's there's some rough turnover in the league at the moment, man. Whew. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Who was it? Uh, did Philly, was it Boston that t- took out Milwaukee to get to the finals last year? Last year? I want to say say that's right. I don't, I'd have to look it up. I'm a little fuzzy on so he, last he gets, year's finals, but he wins it. Well, two years ago, he wins yeah. a championship. He gets to the finals. I mean, the um, conference finals, and then he's out his, and um, because their number one star was out for two or three games, in 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 the first round series. I mean, they throw on top of that, the dude's brother died during the series. Like, yeah. that's the part that people are having issue with. Because that's it, it feels extra cold right now, doesn't it? it yeah, just, it just. I mean that that I mean that that yeah, but I've seen teams. I mean, coaches that haven't haven't even done that. Yeah, and still keep their job. I mean. What I tell, what I say in that damn uh, message on, uh, on Facebook Messenger, mm. damn management in Wisconsin ain't nothing a bunch of douchebags anyway. <laughs> I, I feel bad for the yeah. guy. We'll see, we'll see. Um, but that that's tough. But I mean, that's a team. If you just want to make the argument that they've underperformed, they got a championship, but they should have. They should be accomplishing more. And look, it's not very often a, a one seed gets taken out in the first round. It's pretty rare. No. Okay? But you do have, I don't know how much his brother's passing affects that, but Giannis wasn't right. Um, that hurt them. So it's tough, but that that's a brutal playoff exit. That's brutal. So I would imagine. I mean, you're the one seed. I know. I was going to say, you're the one seed. You're expected to beat yeah. Miami. But doesn't it feel like Miami, it just doesn't matter what seed they get every year. It's just. They're playoff, sneaky. Miami playoff time. Spolstra and Jimmy Butler Play just up. find a way. Playoff Play Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy, bro. I know he likes to say that's not a thing, but God bless playoff. It's a thing. Playoff Jimmy is a thing, dude. I mean, good lord. I just he's like just the dog, dude. Jimmy Butler. He's just a dog. He's a he's dog. A, he's a dog you want on your team, and just go to. You just want to go to battle with him. 
So in in game three, he <clears throat> dropped fifty six points. So that was the most points in a playoff game on less than thirty, uh, you know, field goals attempted. He was nineteen to twenty eight. That's amazing. Plus, he was nineteen to twenty eight, so he shot sixty eight percent, and he was fifteen of eighteen from the uh, charity stripe. And I think he outscored the Bucks with eight minutes to go in the game. I think he outscored the Bucks twenty two himself. I think he outscored the Bucks twenty two to sixteen. <laughs> it was it was some ridiculous stat. I'm like that can't be right, but I'm gonna write I'm gonna write it down because that sounds crazy. Um, that's just not yeah. Playoff Jimmy's a he's just a beast, dude. Just a beast. And uh, by the way, Dylan Brooks, uh, slow slow clap for you, bro. Slow clap, man. <laughs> Idiot. By the way, there's breaking news, Justin. <laughs> the sports crew will not be signing Dylan Brooks to a contract. <laughs> yeah, no. Under any circumstances. Any circumstances. Oh, man, it's just the media have to get me. Bro. Just, He's an idiot. That was just dumb, man. You know that team took that personal. You know they did. You know they did. So that was just asking for it. Um, I, I think what, what LeBron ended up dropping. He had a 20, uh, 20 and twenty game for the first time in his playoff career, and you know, that's forty. Yeah, and and Brooks what? And look, Brooks talks crap, punches him in the nuts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and then they boot the Grizzlies. So I would say all that trash talk it did not work out so well. Bro, not only does LeBron drop a twenty twenty for forty. But in the deciding game, the Lakers blow them out by four. Yeah, that was hilarious, by the way. That was hilarious. Now, this is the like, guy that called LeBron old? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got what he deserved. Yeah. He, the he, last thing you want to do is piss off LeBron. Yeah. It, and, you know, that that I swear to you, that team just took it personally, and they just handled him. And the, the thing that's tough is he got salty with the media and was kind of complaining about stuff. It's was like, dude, you were the one bumping your gums. Nobody asked you to poke the bear. He did, th- you know what I mean? Like he did that of his own accord. And then they came out and they're like, "Well, we're not bringing him back next year." I- <laughs> so he, he just needs to take, a, he just needs to take a cue from uh, Sam yeah. Jackson. That's all I'm going to Con- say. Congratulations, you played yourself. This <laughs> 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 yeah, is dumb, dude. Uh, and uh, by the way, man, uh, you know what? I'm in, I'm in agreement with Randy. There should be some life advice given to him from Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, it's I, four words. I, no, I know exactly what you want from from <laughs> Senior Jackson. I, I know exactly what that is, and I will do that for you once I can find the uh, Sam Jackson sound. But I right, here you go. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Life advice, bro. Life. Life advice. Life advice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Not- just like, sh- shut the fuck up and play the game. Don't don't give anybody ammunition. Don't no. give anybody a reason to whoop your ass. Just go why, out there and play like, your why game. Why you smart motherfucker? That's right. <laughs> Good job, Randy. Yeah. But like, why? I just don't understand. Like, I do. Your favorite in the series. Yeah. Yes, Dylan thank Brooks. you. <laughs> by the way, mm-hmm. love me some Roy Kent, by the way. Oh, good. How far are you in uh, Ted Lasso? Uh, I think I'm about to start the second episode of the third season. Nice. Are you? So you're rolling. Yeah, yeah. And, and season three is the final season of the core show. I, we'll see if they do some, some spinoffs. But uh, yeah, Roy Kent's great, man. Roy, Roy Kent is an absolute hoot. And, and for the other guys, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso yet... 
Um, it's it's fairly lighthearted, you know. It's it's a little bit goofy, uh, but it's a fun show, yeah. you know. Because like, I finally got back onto the Man in the High Castle, which I really loved the first season of, and then I got <laughs> away from it. Then I watched season two, and I was really back into it. And then, you know, I was watching it as when it was actually in production and coming out. And then I started season three and I got interrupted and then I got away from it. And I didn't feel like rewatching the whole series. And so I'd kind of forgotten about it, uh, mainly because I was going to watch Fargo. Uh, but I got back in, <laughs> I got back into the man in the high castle a couple of weeks ago and I watched season three and I watched season four and I really enjoyed it. Uh, although season four was very rapid fire. I mean, holy crap! Did they pick up the pace? Uh, well, they knew they were they knew they were going to end it. Amazon was going to end it. That really that was that really deserved a season four and a season five to let some of the story arcs breathe a little bit, and it was kind of a wild ending. But that's uh that was an incredible show. Uh, but that's a little dark, right? That that's kind of a dark show. Uh, Ted Lasso was not dark, you know. And, no. and Roy Kent is an absolute hoot. Love that character. Love that character. So I'm so I'm so glad you like it. And there is a I know I will because I expect you to text me. There is a line, and I'm not going to say it. Uh, but if you're in season three, mm-hmm. I want to say it's maybe episode three or four. There's a line in it that is so sports brew approved. I fully expect you to text me when you watch it because you, <laughs> you will know the line. You will when you hear it, you will know it. I started cracking up when they said it, and Sarah did not understand it. And I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I said, Shannon will love this line. I, I, I totally think he's going to text me about it. So I'm, I'm manifesting it. Look, Joel right. Embiid manifested his NFL, uh, NFL, his NBA MVP in 2014 with this tweet. I am manifesting that you will catch this line and react the same way I did. And then text me about it. It's going to be phenomenal. Right. I, I believe that. Uh, and you know what? Shannon, I owe this to you. And we're going to take a break in a second. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll finish some stuff off. Uh, and we need to, need to do a salute o'clock. Uh, but we were playing around with some of the sound bites. So I, I got some new uh, SSDs. Um, I'm going to uh, make a new Raspberry Pi uh, build. And so I needed a – it's a terabyte build. And so I was like, well, I've got some terabyte SSDs in my computer, so let me buy some new two terabyte SSDs. Um, so now I have 16 terabytes of storage in my tower, or maybe it's 18, doesn't matter. <laughs> Anywho, I was working on that and moving some sound bites around and this and that, and I was like, let me go ahead and start cleaning some of the stuff up and you know rebuilding some of these um, you know playlists and some of the other stuff. So I was listening to a lot of like really random sound bites, and I found one that basically is just uh shannon and balls and um i'm gonna i'm gonna play it for y'all now (laughs) you can't do it live no you can't do it live so you cannot go bill (laughs) o'reilly no and you owe me balls bro um shannon (laughs) (laughs) and that's what she said you know how shannon is buddy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was a Leroy Jenkins moment. I just say, you, careful what you wish you, for, man. Oh, you, true story. Look, look, you uh, you owe me, <laughs> you owe me, you owe me balls, bro. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, so you funny. owe me balls. You owe me balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and I think the fact my reaction alone also kind of adds to it. Yes. Uh, uh, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, you've had too much alcohol, buddy. Uh, Slay roll there. (laughs) That's all you guys can do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. (laughs) At least it's not that time of year for that. That's for sure. (laughs) True true story. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think... Everyone that could have gone to the NBA from Duke keeps coming back, so I think they're going to have a decent squad next year. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, by the way, uh, Cal was on with Dan Patrick, I think either today or yesterday. Uh, it was a pretty good um, it was a pretty good piece. So if, if you didn't listen to that, this is obviously more for Shannon than anybody else. Um, pull up the uh, Dan Patrick podcast, and that it should be. I'm pretty sure that was today, but either way, it was this week. Um, pull that up and, and give that a spin. Uh, you should like that. And obviously, you can have a ball with that too, since everybody needs to give you balls. So, see what you did there. Uh huh. You said <laughs> balls. We did. So did My Shannon. Man. Shannon loves Thank some you. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Good pull. Good pull. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah. That's a classic. Mm. My God. Okay. All right. So I tell you what, let's take a break. We'll circle back. We have a, a couple other like random things to talk about. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll laugh about more balls. Who knows? That could absolutely happen. <laughs> 100%. Oh, oh, oh. By the way, maybe this is more for Randy and Matt. What do y'all think about that whole Max Scherzer rosin sticky jobby suspension? That bullshit. <laughs> uh, what the hell? Uh, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> oh, are y'all, he had an MVP, are, y- uh, are y'all just salty, or do you think legit think that's bullshit? No, because he washed his hands with um um a official right in front of him, and uh, when he was in the dugout, he saw it and everything. He said he was good. He went back in. Mm-hmm. And then he said it was sweating and rosin. And then he's like, I can't help it. Hmm. And who he's was, like, well, I'm going to throw you out. I'm like, what am I going to do? Who was the announcer that throw talked you about out? it? <laughs> who was the announcer that talked about it like on the air and like, like was like, yeah, this is literally what happens. I It may have been one of the Mets guys. That- it was Keith Hernandez who said it. Yeah, like one of those dudes. I just I, I saw the video and I was could I can't recall his name right the yeah. second, but he very calmly and just matter of fact just said this is what happens and and it's what happened and Scherzer knew he wasn't going to win that appeal. No, so, no, no. I mean, just take it like a man and numbers wise. So nope. we had we had one of the little <laughs> internet hiccups. All right, let's take a break so I can recover whatever is going on here. I'm gonna restart my internet router, man. Uh, I don't. Maybe Verizon's working in the neighborhood on something. I don't know, but there's definitely some uh, <coughs> going on from time to time. So let's take a quick break. I'll re- I'll reboot my router. See if that clears that up. Go. Huh? Oh no! Everything's getting crazy and wonky. Yeah, go ahead and save it, bro. Let's do it. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Keywords of sports and brew. We love beer. We love most of you, not all of you, but most of you. <laughs> Even when you're as salty as hell, Todd, we still put up, we still love your punk ass. 
<laughs> anyway, all right, Apple Spice. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes and uh, reboot the router and get a Zoom update and a whole bunch of other randomness. So hopefully we're going to be pretty good. Uh, well, either way, we're doing better than what what was it, Chain and three of the last four uh, NBA Head coaches that have won championships have been fired. <laughs> yeah, Whitfield just sent a pic, a yeah. picture in the group chat, and it's yeah. like, bro, really? Yeah. yeah, that's it's bananas, man. That's brutal. Oh, before we do the salute o'clock, I want to ask you guys. I want to ask you guys if you were a football player, all right, and were maybe going to be a first round pick, but you were in the conversation. Well, let's just say you were definitely going to be a first round pick. All right, would you go? Or would you be home with your friends and family or doing something else? Would you would you want to be there or would you want to be with your crew? I'd, I'd want I'd want to question. I'd I'd want to be there just for the experience of it. Um yeah. obviously I would hope I would at least get to have, you know, somebody with me. Um I mean, at the time that I would have been drafted, yeah, you know, at least have my mom and dad there with me. But for the most part, yeah, I, I would have gone there because it's it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience because you know my friends and family are still going to get a chance to experience it especially you know it's not like i'm going to have to go to do something like that for like a big contract signing or anything like that i'll be with my friend so yeah just the experience of it just the energy of it uh having the having like whatever team drafts you having the fans out there cheering for you as you're coming up there i mean that's that's gotta that's gotta be just an absolutely amazing experience that's not always a cheer. <laughs> it, dep- yeah, it depends on what, which, uh, where you are, where you're at. Well, um, I mean, obviously, if Matt's ass would get booed. You know that. <laughs> yes, Matt would walk up. And he'd, be like, he'd, walk. he'd be walking up, just sitting there doing the Vince thing, then flipping everybody off like "fuck you, I don't care." Then <laughs> he'd bring out the gimp. What's Whitfield doing here? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Damn! Oh. Damn! Wake up the He got picked. Uh, although he, I guess although, you're gonna have to go wake him up then. Whit- Whitfield would totally, uh, would I, you know, if Whitfield had some walkout music if he got drafted, man, he'd, he'd probably do it just in honor for his mom. <laughs> <laughs> this was dedicated to you, Brenda. <laughs> 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 is, is that still her ringtone, Matt? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, I would want to. I would want my pictures taken with Goodell so I can bear hug his ass. Let him oh. walk the ground. Do that. Yeah. I think that, that you can't replace. You can't take away that moment. But w- would you have a sweet fit? Would you be all, have all the drip? Jip, jip, jip. I had the drip. <laughs> jip, jip, jip. Uh, no, he's got sauce. That would be fail horn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Shannon, would you stay home or would you go there? Um, I don't know, man. I'm a homebody naturally, so. Um, I think your introvert self would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I, I don't want to deal with all these motherfuckers. You'd be the dude yeah. fishing and be like, just call me later. Yeah, right. just give me a call, <laughs> dollar dude, and uh, I'll be home with the dog and the parents. And oh my god, 
Yeah. I could see it, though. Uh, you know, it, it's funny, man. My, my perception of that is different. Like, I in my, like, if I was in my 20s, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to be there. Looking at right. it at this point in my life, like, in my mid-40s, I'm like, oh, I'd almost be tempted just to be chilling somewhere with my friends and, like, all of my family since I couldn't necessarily take them all to the draft. But that I'd be on the phone. But, you know, then I think back to, um, like, some of my graduations. And I remember my last, when I got my MPA, when I got my master's degree, going on stage and i just i had a field day dude i know they were like what is this crazy guy up here doing man <laughs> i just had yes. a field day so i i think that i would uh i think that i would not only bear hug the shit out of goodell i think i would slap that i think i would slap grandpa's ass and be like you better get this next cba right pops <laughs> 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 definitely would uh, remember you for the rest of your days just because you're the dude that slapped goodell in the ass yeah. right <laughs> i would I'd, I'd give i'd give old 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 uh old goodell like an absolute be like, quality i be mean like him. i'd make so much contact that he would think todd was also there with an extra hand <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> the old screech around yeah dude damn <laughs> who are you drinking oh my dude, god you Apple cider. <laughs> Dude, you'd probably lift him off the ground. Oh, yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Ain't no doubt about that. That's fun. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, there's a... We need to do a salute the clock, but there was one, uh... There's one sound... There's one song I gotta play, but I gotta, I gotta get to the story. Oh, I mean, God. just think, three years ago, Goodell was, like, in his house in front of the fire making picks. I know! It's crazy. During COVID times. It's crazy. All right, here's the headline. Here's the headline. Rocket carrying NASA astronauts' cremated remains blows up after launch. The UP aerospace rocket, which carried student projects and cremated remains, suffered an anomaly about three seconds after liftoff. So, about the length of a Whitfield. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. (laughs) But it... Damn, bro! <laughs> Listen, you racist bastard! <laughs> Liking the Redskins does not make me racist. You got to stop with that. It's terrible. No. <laughs> if that's your only comeback, dude, come on now. Think but, of better shit. Well, I mean, three seconds of silence, three seconds of Whitfield. What? Don't call it a comeback. Um, I'm just saying. Look, man. It, <laughs> you got these astronauts cremated remains blown up after launch. If there was any time we got to play Dust in the Wind, it's now! Oh, that's fucked up. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it's more like it's definitely rest in pieces at this point. Oh, my God. Bro. Rest in pieces. (laughs) (laughs) That is so terrible. Oh, man. In the moment, it's gone. Great day. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> We're going streaking. <laughs> oh, oh, today I was talking. To, I call my mom most days when I'm on my lunch break because I have to, you know, uh, just to touch base and check on her, make sure she's doing okay. And she was like, Justin, I was watching this crazy movie, uh, old school, and 
I was like, yeah, mom, you, you got to either have an edible or a beer or something <laughs> before you really get into that. And so then I started dropping lines on her. And I was, I was like, I was having a, all this fun with it. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, you're my boy, Blue. And then she started laughing. And it was all good. Oh, that's but, awesome. Yeah, so my mom, my mom watched old school. That's kind of nice. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's also true. That's a little bit of a danger zone. But that's okay. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> oh, poor astronauts dust in the wind. That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> Typical for us, but yes, terrible. <laughs> NASA astronaut Philip K. Chapman, rest in peace. Or, as Randy said, rest in pieces. Thanks a lot. Uh, <laughs> good job. He's a, good job. Good effort. He supported the 1971 Apollo 14 mission to the moon as its mission scientist. So, nice. I mean, it, you know, on some level, that's a hell of a way to go out, though, isn't it? True. You know, very true. I mean, I mean, you were one. You were cremated already, so I mean, why not have the rocket cremated? <laughs> he's a hey. He's, he's a rocket man. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh God damn! And I thought I was an asshole. Well, I mean, technically, that that rocket did blow up too soon. That's true. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all accurate, Shannon. All accurate. <laughs> No, I mean, no lies detected. <laughs> Where does Katy Perry come in in all this with firework? I mean, come on. Wow. Now that's one we haven't played in a long time. How about that? What I like is how Shannon said it with just a complete straight face, just like matter of factly. <laughs> this was a fun song for a, for a period of time, though. I hated that Swish Swish song, though. I'll tell you that. Hated that song. That song was just stupid. Not a fan. But Katy Perry had a nice era for a little while. But she had, she had some fun music. You know? It was, it was a good time. Anyway, there you go. So, Shannon, this is your fault. Also, JPP's theme song. Well, I mean, he struggles with the yellow pages. His fingers can't do the walking anymore. I mean, what are you going to oh. do, man? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I, I, I tried not to laugh. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, some cheap. Oh lordy! You know, at some point over the course of a podcast, you're going to get some cheap entertainment. But uh, there, there is a lesson in look. If you're going to handle fireworks, fellas, after you light them, you got to let them go. <laughs> you got to, man. <laughs> and that's good, solid advice. Sport through PSA, right there. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! I meant to uh, actually, Shannon. 
I meant to bring you into this. I got distracted. But, but I thought you deserved for your delay to show up recording tonight. I think you need, we needed to bring back Let Me Poop. Oh, absolutely. All about it. <laughs> Clearly. Hence the poop emojis you said in the chat. Let me poop. How many hits does this have on it now? 10 million views. Let me poop. 10 million. Let me poop. I should have closed the door. You should have. You should have played. You should play this for Chloe now. Now that she's old enough to kind of understand it. I don't know. Uh, definitely Logan. <clears throat> Logan might Logan might laugh. Mm. Here we need we need to do our salute clock. Indeed we do. Let's go ahead and knock that out. Um <laughs> All right. Indeed. So I, I am enjoying Oh, oh god. Yeah, just a couple things we got to try to get to. Um I've been enjoying a Jack and Coke, of course. This is Jack and Coke numero dos at the first one Chris. while, while couldn't tell. Yeah. Shot. <laughs> Shocker. Um, <laughs> that dust in the wind, three-second blast will probably answer that question if anybody wondered what drink I was on. Um, so I have that, and then I also have a Stone IPA. Always tasty. Shannon, what you got, bro? I'm rocking the Dancing Kelp Brewery Perched a Hefeweizen. Nice. Just one? Are you wearing a sport coat? What I know. I kept wondering. I was like, is Matt dressed trench up coat? No, I got a uh, pullover. Oh, okay. Like all Under Armour. <laughs> His favorite Remember store to go to. Remember uh, how the coats I used to steal from you all the time? Yeah. yeah. The Old Navy ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I got Old Navy one like that. All right. It just looked like, looked like you were wearing a sport coat. It's like super no. rando. Whitfield, what are you drinking? Milk. Coke. You're drinking a Coke? Yeah, small cup. All right. Diabetes. All right. Jesus. <laughs> eh, kidney function. That and water. Fuck it. Big cup of water. Yeah. So here's 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 Whitfield talking to Sue, who is one of our friends that is quite knowledgeable about dietary things and stuff he should be doing to get his numbers down and get his kidneys right. And he's over here drinking some Coke. Do I look like I give a fuck? Billy Gap. <laughs> and it makes. Oh, I meant to say Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Um, if Woodfield could turn back time. Yeah. He'd do it all again. <laughs> <It's pretty much. laughs> True. True. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the I'd be high, like more let's coke more alcohol. Give me the hot test. <laughs> <laughs> you drunk on the podcast would be amazing, Matt. I'm not gonna lie. Oh Jesus. Episode four hundred. I don't I don't know. Can, can we handle How close that? are we? Uh we got a ways to go before we hit episode oh, yeah. four hundred. We're, I think we're at three fifty, maybe. Maybe. So, so we're looking at next year potentially. Yeah, it's 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 been a minute. That means that I had to be adjusted. Uh, this is three fifty five today. So yeah. yeah, we got we got a we got a ways to go. I was look, trying to look up. Uh, I know I have. Oh, I don't. I I don't know what I have it named as. I was Probably twenty twenty five for sure. I was gonna pull. Uh, 
Matt Cinderelli, but I don't know where it is. That's oh, that's some old school right yeah, there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, when if I look up Cinderelli, I get Cinderelli toots poops kids short. I don't quite know what that is. We can find out. I'm pretty sure I know what it is actually. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Cinderella, Cinderella, oh your toots are really smelly. It's the poo poo, it's the doo doo, it's the food that went right through you. Cinderella, Cinderella, oh your toots are really smelly. I like how I'm singing that with the kids. Sarah's probably like this asshole. <laughs> Sarah probably wasn't there when you did that. No, she was. True, true story. No, she was. I mean, it's not the first time she thought it. It won't be the last time <laughs> no. she thinks it. No, right? Probably not. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like the time we were down in the basement getting water out, and we're we're, we're giving Logan grief, and he starts uh, uh, pushing all the water back into the house instead of out the house. Oh. Uh, well, oh, she was mad. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> I mean, little kids, man, they do strange things. That's why you, exactly. you just have to be able to laugh, dude. You gotta be. You gotta just. You gotta have a good sense of humor as a parent, man. Oh. You have to, and and uh, you you get over you get over stuff as far as nuts, butts, and poop pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, you have to, unless you're one of those lame ass parents. Is like I'm not changing a diaper, and if that's you, you're a dick. Go ahead and man up, change some diapers, and wipe some butts. <laughs> Do it right. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Uh, Randy, what you drinking, bro? <laughs> so, uh, first half, I did a Hardywood gingerbread bourbon barley wine. Nice. Um, little on the sweet side. Uh, mm. I mean, it's okay. Definitely it was nice to just try it, but would I drink it again? Probably not. Too sweet? Yeah, it's a little too sweet. Yeah. Even after just kind of resting a little bit, it's, it's just too much. Um, then I raided the fridge and was like, damn, we still have Christmas beers in here. It's fucking May. So I pulled out a midnight Christmas at midnight. Oh, well, there you go. There and it, uh, it, it definitely tastes a hell of a lot better than that uh, barley wine. Not that I dislike barley wine. It's just, Like I said, it's just too sweet. Barley wine should never be sweet. No, definitely not. No. Dims the brakes. Uh, I did want to say, go, I know we're on the Golden State and, and the Lakers, Warriors-Lakers, but kudos to Sacramento for giving them a, a, a series. I did find it laughable. Uh, they were all, A lot of people were all over this, light the beam! And here's the thing, man. The only beam the Kings are lighting at this point is Jim Beam, y'all. Welcome to the offseason, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Beam while they're fishing on the boat. Mm-hmm. Curry dropping 50 on him and then waxing the Kings by 20 on the road. Game seven. That was just nasty. Also, you know what? We got to raise a glass of the Maple Leafs actually winning a playoff series. Kudos, y'all. <laughs> good job. Good Wait job. Good effort. Good job. Good effort. We're uh, so proud of you. Yeah. Are, are we really? Now they're down 2 0 already. <laughs> well, look, you got one playoff series, man. What else do you want? That's all you get. That's all you get. Oh my lord! And the Bruins and the Bruins, dear God, how? What, how? What the hell, y'all? That that That's was banana. Bad. They were up three two with a minute to go in Game Seven, bro. That was nuts. That was that was so crazy. Kudos to the Panthers, but man, you know Bruins fans are just miserable. Had the most points, most wins ever, and they just go out in the first round, dude. 
straight up. If there's any soundbite that they get, you should be able to guess it right now. But for damn sure, fail horn o'clock, bro. Atrocious. I mean, shit. How do you think it feels as a Rangers fan to be up 2 nothing, then lose three straight, <clears throat> come back and tie it, and then just get blown out in game seven? Yep. This one's also dedicated to Rangers fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> no. No. And then they eat shit. What was that? Four, four, four to donut in game seven? Come on, man. Yep. That's... Yep, they gave up two goals in the third period. It was like, because it's 2 nothing. It's like, okay, there's a chance. There's a chance. And it's like, and then it's like, nope. Fuck. Seriously? <laughs> nope. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Not going to happen. Mm, let me scroll back. What have we missed? Oh. All right. So we got. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to think, like a few weeks ago, man, there's a lot of stuff that hadn't had, had just had not happened yet. And you knew it was like, bubbling on the surface like we were waiting for some stuff and it was like is it going to be before the draft or after the draft and we had a lot of action you got uh lamar jackson finally getting his contract well really that's because jalen hurts got his contract let's be honest so lamar jackson sent a thank you note to jalen hurts and his crew for getting that contract done um i'm glad it's done uh i think that staying with baltimore i would argue that that was the best fit for him um, mm-hmm. Did they pay him a ton of money? Of course they did. I think his average, you know, it's like fifty-two million a year. Hertz is fifty-one million a year, and Rogers is fifty million a year. It's somewhere in that zone, but you know, cap and structure that stuff moves around a little bit. So I don't sweat the details too much. Other than it's important that he didn't get a fully guaranteed contract, but he made a lot of money. You know, I, I would say he he still gave up a couple of years that <clears throat> I don't know that he's ever going to fully make back, but I'm glad they got it done, got him paid. And, um, they've certainly made some moves. So what he had some line about wanting to throw for 6,000 yards. Let, let's calm that down a little bit. Let's stay healthy, not have to clench <laughs> into the tunnel to take a poop and simmer, simmer down, simmer down. Uh, 6,000 is a pretty ambitious goal. Uh, but look, if you're throwing, if you can clear four thousand or forty five hundred, and you're at, you know dynamic, uh, Munkin obviously had some success with uh, Jameis Winston, minus the picks, of course, all the interceptions in his thirty for thirty season, his ESPN special. <clears throat> but I like what the Ravens did. <clears throat> we'll see if Lamar can live up to that. Uh, that's solid, and obviously, I'm curious. Uh, OB with OBJ there, if, if uh, Beckham can stay healthy, it could be an entertaining offense to watch. Uh, but I'm glad he's paid and that's done because that was a lot of drama for a long time. Uh, same thing with Rodgers. Quite honestly, there was a lot of drama with that. I'm glad it's finally done. Uh, we knew it was going to happen, and the and the Jets, you know, did they pay a fair amount for Rodgers? A lot of people have made the argument that that the Packers have fleeced. I don't, you know, fleeced them. I don't know if they fleeced them or not. It really depends on how long. Rodgers plays and the kind of success they have as a team. This is another one that I think we're just going to have to evaluate down the road a little bit. Uh, I do think it's wild that the Jets signed Randall Cobb and obviously have Lazard. And I think there's some other uh, other players that have signed with the Jets, so they might as well be Green Bay East. Uh, there's been lots of jokes about that. But look, here's the thing, man. Uh, I do think the Rodgers revenge tour is a legitimate thing. He's going to be reinvigorated. 
And barring a physical issue, an injury, and you can't really control for those, if his if his headspace is right, um, and he's already been you know showing up and participating in some things, and I know we told him he was going to miss some other time. Look, he he's been in the league long enough. He doesn't need like a full everything. He doesn't need that. Uh, and having Cobb there and Lazard, he's already got two guys that he's got familiarity with. That's going to help a lot. Um, I know his teammates were excited. I don't know how good this is going to play out for the Jets, but they're going to be a fun watch this year because of the Rodgers story, because of you know the Bills and that division and what else can be accomplished. Uh, and the and look, I call it the Rodgers revenge tour. That's how I look at it. And the Packers got a lot more back for him than they did for Favre. I think hey, Matt, do you remember what they got for Favre? Wasn't it like just a fourth round pick third. or something? A third? It wasn't just much. A third. It wasn't much. And you know, certainly Tom Brady is an outlier. We under we all understand that. But you can't tell me that in the back of their heads you're not going, okay, well he's 39, 40. Maybe maybe we can get two or three years. <laughs> you know, best case scenario. <clears throat> we'll see if that that happens. Um, the first round pick swap, it was reasonable. The big question here is that future second that beca- that can become a first based on playing time. But again, barring injury, he should hit sixty five percent of the snaps. I mean, he will. that that should be a, no problem unless he you know is hurt and just misses half the year, and that that's a different deal. But <clears throat> it's a relatively short term deal, and the payoff's going to determine if the trade's worth it uh, for sure. But Zach Wilson clearly is not there. I don't know if he'll ever. If, if he'll ever get there, but he's not there at the moment. Okay. So that's a team, a lot of defense, got some nice skill position players. I know they got okie doked by uh, Green Bay and, and the Patriots, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Sometimes those things work out in your favor. So I like the setup. They're at least going to be an interesting watch. They're probably going to have a ton of primetime games because of the matchups and then just the people that want to see what they do. So. Should be fun. At look, if if they somehow manage to win a Super Bowl, then they absolutely think it's worth it. And if they're competitive and good enough to be at AFC Championship game level, Super Bowl, you know, caliber, then you know, even if they can't finish to be in the mix for those things for a franchise that what at Matt, I think if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last time they made the playoffs uh, was the same year that Green Bay won the Super Bowl. Right? Yes. Yeah, I mean that's a long time, dude. It's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So it's like Rex, uh, Rex Ryan and was what the Sanchez was their quarterback. The Sanchez, yeah, butt the, fumble. The butt oh. fumble. Sam <clears throat> Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Zach, who, who who was it stained? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's there's a it's lot. It's been a while. It's, it's actually, I may have seen that last game at the AFC Championship where they lost to Indianapolis. How about that? That's pretty wild. So. I think it's a reasonable gamble if you get if you're hoping if you if you believe you're at least getting a two year window with maybe a three. Um, I think that's reasonable compensation. I mean, obviously they they're going to have to play the cap game, but that's a cash rich team. So look, cash over cap, dude. That's all accounting purposes. <clears throat> when you got the pockets, the deep pockets, and the cash, you can play those <coughs> games, man. Yep. Accounting purposes, and they're going to do what Tampa Bay did, which is stack it up, pay out. And then know when Rodgers hangs them up that they're just going to have to clean house and clean the books and then and go from there. So uh, no real grievance with that. Uh, rando fun factoid, or maybe not so fun factoid. The, uh, 
Rodgers, of course, won back-to-back MVPs. Okay. The Jets, as an organization, as a team, haven't had a player earn a single MVP vote since Joe Namath in 1972. That doesn't surprise me. Wow. That's incredible. Now, granted, the only other player that I could think of in their history leading up, you know, leading up to now, I wouldn't say like MVP, but maybe defensive MVP would have been Mark Gassineau back yeah. in the day. But the sack, beyond, sack exchange, baby. But beyond that, it doesn't surprise me. The only other, I was going to say, Curtis Martin may have been the only other one yeah. I could think of. Well, you're not, you're not going to lob some MVP votes to Chad Pennington back in the day. Come on, bro. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm excited. Danny Warfel thought he had a weak arm. I mean, the butt fumble was the was an MVP fail. I mean, does that count? That was Thanksgiving Day, bro. That was that's, I mean, that's still it, everyone saw that shit. Oh my god! Literally, other than Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible who was it um was it aaron brooks when he was with the saints and he lined up behind the wrong guy and the ball got yes. snapped? <laughs> yep <laughs> like how do you even do that dude nervous <laughs> that's so terrible nervous uh, man matt let me ask you um, one of the things uh, the Packers did not pick the pick up the fifth year option for Jordan Love, but they ended up reworking his contract. So essentially, it's a one year extension uh, worth up to twenty two and a half million. So it kind of feels like a bit of a compromise to say we don't want to pick up the fifth year option, but let's go ahead and get you some more money and give you some incentives. And if you can earn that, then great. So you know, sometimes players assume all the risk. In this case, I think that was a relatively low-risk move uh, for Love. And, you know, you got to remember, at this point, he only has 83 passes as an NFL quarterback. That's it. So it's the sixth fewest passes by a first-round quarterback, you know, over this period of time so far in his career in, like, the, the common draft era. You know who else was on that list? So, so and, these are all first round picks that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. All right. Oh, you, you right era wrong quarterback. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He had fifty nine. Yeah. At fifty nine, and Randy's favorite guy, absolute throwback, Jim Drunkenmiller. Drunkenmiller. <laughs> <Miller. laughs> but I, mean, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking drafting him. But you know, three years, eighty three passes. <clears throat> So, you know, there, there's a lot to prove. So he gets he gets a little bump, and look, if he has a great year, they're going to rework the deal. It, it's a prove-it year. After one year? Yeah, it could be, yeah. No. If he lights them up, hell yeah, <laughs> you get it done. If he has a solid year, you ride it out. Because unless he has a clause where he can't be a free agent, and he doesn't have the gravitas to do that. Um, you don't necessarily want him to go into a second year. That's a, they basically have a contractual compromise where they're looking at as a two-year window. But if he if he lights them up this coming year, then you go ahead and and you get that done. Um, I would say. So, but we'll see. We'll see. At, at least you're going to feel I more think, comfortable. 
But yeah, I mean, either way, however it plays out, they at least they basically have a two year window if they if they're going to be conservative and make them wait. He two took, year tryout. He took some money now, and you view it as a two year tryout. Yes. But it, if they 100% have their answer after one year, you can just go ahead and start working that up and getting it done. Unless they're going to argue about money. I really think we'll know. We won't, won't know after half the season. We we won't know after the first month. I, I would say we need at least half the season so that people have, you know, game tape on the tape offense, on, on him and whatever. If he If he's explosive out of the gate, you know, that would be great. But let's see how the league adjusts to him once they have good film on him. So we'll kind of see. Well, I know Matt and I have talked about this before uh-huh. is it's not just um, really a test for love. It's going to really be a test to see just how good of a head coach LaFleur is as well. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. This is, this is absolutely 100% approve it scenario for LaFleur, approve it scenario for Jordan Love for that offense, for the structure, for their players. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you can you can criticize. People like to dump on Rodgers. I get it. I understand why. Um, but, you know, when all these people talk about LaFleur's record, bro, you had a, a guy that was MVP caliber multiple seasons. You, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback basically yeah. <laughs> leading that team. Yes. <laughs> and Devontae Adams. Now, obviously, last season was rough. I understand that. Uh, Rodgers has to own some of that. The injury you can't control for, um, but he didn't do a good enough job getting those young receivers up to speed. He has to own um, a share of that. See, I don't know, but so much. What do you mean you don't know? Because you know there was a lot of there was a lot of talk, and he was going to get traded. It, yeah, that's not the point. You still get he, in there. You he, still get the reps with the young guys. You get them accustomed to your style of throwing, wasted. what they expect of you, everything. They well, I'm going to go work out with these guys where there's a chance I'm probably not going to be playing with them. I don't know, probably because like you give a shit. That, that's well, a, that's no, a terrible plus, stand, that's a terrible standpoint. I understand your position. Well, don't you think he's kind of pissed? Look, at, look, look at here, the, here. Trade scenarios aside, the 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 on field reality is those that stuff. Him not doing the offseason work with those young receivers cost them multiple games in the regular season. Cost them the playoffs. Of course it did. It, it at the end of the season it cost them the playoffs because had he gotten Watson and Dobbs and again you can't control for injuries. I get that, but had he worked that wide receiver room up to speed with proper offseason reps and work, they would have been better out of the gate. They would have been better by midseason. And they would have been better at the end of the year. So my point is, regardless of feelings or butthurt alert. He didn't do the offseason work that he should have done with that wide receiver room, and the in-season results suffered because of that. Now, if you want to say, well... He did before they drafted Love. If you want to say, well, you know, they had issues with the front off, fine, all that is true. The point is, would that team have been better had he done the offseason work with those young wide receivers? Yes. That's the point. I'm... I mean, shit, he's already started with the Jets, you yes. know, so. Which is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's the right thing to do. I agree. Right thing to do. So, again, he's reinvigorated the, uh, uh, you know, Rogers Revenge Tour, bro. So. Yep. Hopefully that uh, I'm going to be tracking it. I'm going to have a fun time with it. Uh, unlike Whitfield, I will not have a Rogers Jets jersey. I won't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a number eight jersey. I know you will. 
I mean, you have a far you have a Favre Jets jersey. You told me. Yeah. Or you had. I don't know if you still have it. Yeah, I might have it somewhere. You might. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and wrap up and get out of here because <clears throat> I want to be able to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I want to be able to go out tomorrow. <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth with a margarita. Hell yeah. <laughs> there you go. I- I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. That- that's what I'm feeling. So I don't want to be up till three because that makes it hard to, you know what I'm saying. Makes it hard to shake it off the next day, fellas. So, 1 30, 2 o'clock, pretty manageable. 3 o'clock, not so manageable. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I can do it, right? But I definitely can't go enjoy a margarita on three hours of sleep. It's going to work, bro. I mean, we, we, we've all done it before and we've all suffered the next day. Yes. True story. It ends up being a pain in the ass. So, I'm impressed, Shannon. You're still awake. Uh, well, it's only one thirty. That's, that's why he hasn't shut it down yet. <laughs> that's all right. Oh my god, I'm sure there's something I forgot about, but whatever. Uh, let's go ahead and just shift to some wrap up thoughts, and we'll go ahead and, and peace out and get out of here. Uh, anything in particular you guys want to hit on? Uh, by the way, I will say, dear Philadelphia, uh, please go ahead and get a driver service for Jalen Carter. Okay. He might need some escorts to and from the facility. It may be in your best interest. Just saying. <laughs> also, well, I will say. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say uh, one other random thing, and this is really terrible. I was at Jackson Mahomes out there with uh, some shenanigans, and he got released from custody following his arrest on Wednesday. He's, of course, the younger brother of Patrick Mahomes, Mr. TikTok star. Um, done plenty of dances. Um, you know, uh, basically, he was charged with three counts of a, of aggravated sexual battery and another count of misdemeanor battery after the owner of a restaurant and a bar accused him of, of groping and forcibly kissing her earlier this year. Um, for all his little TikTok dances and shenanigans, uh, he was walking out uh, when he got released. And, of course, there was press there. I mean, you know that's going to happen. There was press there. And if you didn't hear it, um, somebody gave this dude the business – and I'm going to play it. This is kind of one of these slightly taboo, very sensitive kind of subjects, but I'm going to play this anyway because uh, I cannot believe somebody actually shouted this at this at this dude. Dude, I'm just going to talk right now. Facebook, take a picture. Anything you want to say to the victims of these crimes? You know, if you was a real black dude, they would arrest you along with... I cannot believe somebody shouted that at the very end, but the Twitter feed on that and the Twitter comments are wild, are absolutely wild, dude. Uh, number one, people clearly do not like this guy. Number two, please, oh God, no. people definitely do not like uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, uh, Brittany, getting there saying he's just trying to live his life or whatever. I mean, just... You know the comments are wild, man. But they they gave him, they gave they're, they're giving him the business, and he earned some of that outcome. Um, you know, however you feel about the video, um, Brittany Sam, Mahomes, yeah, let Brittany, it go, let it, or four words from Sam Jackson, one way or the other. <laughs> Let's be honest; we all know she's a cunt. So yikes. <laughs> Yep. Well, all right. The hounds on the show? What's going on? Damn straight he is. Who knew? 
Lots of cunts. Exactly. Um, (laughs) After what he did to uh, Sean Taylor. I I know. Like, I don't have any love lost. We have given this dude the business on the the podcast before. And as far as I'm concerned, he deserves it. I don't Um, watch any of his video shit. So (laughs) I don't even give him the attention. Of course, people are like, oh, he wasn't TikTok dancing then, was he? Um, and yeah, so, no I shit. Mean, some of the com- <laughs> some of the comments are are really funny. Very, t- I mean, it devolves into the, you know basically what you would expect it to devolve right. into. Um, but look, uh, look, he, he's he's the brother of Patrick Mahomes. They got tons of money. He's famous. Whether you you like him or not, it's irrelevant. So he's going to have the best lawyers and a lot of support, and <laughs> that's going to work in his favor. So what that actual situation is, we'll see how that I mean, plays out. It's a terrible look, right? It's a bad deal, um, whether that's, you know, you view it as he's an entitled prick, whether, uh, however yes. you want to argue it. I mean, we'll see what the legal outcome is, but he definitely didn't have anything to say, and he had no TikTok dance to do as he was climbing into that vehicle. I don't care how much money you have. That doesn't entitle you to do shit like that. It just doesn't. He got that much. His brother does. The brother got a but, but, but you But you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, like... Yeah. It, and then to have, you know, Brittany sister and yeah, I mean, really, okay, have someone do that to you. How do you yeah, feel? She's probably sleeping with him too. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, people have made that joke. I don't, I, I don't want to travel down that path. Uh, and she's been with Patrick since high school, so I, I don't. I mean, it's that's all like, in the family. Well, you're gross. Whoa. So. Um, Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. All right. Fine. Whitfield. Whitfield, you get this. What? That. Oh, the VR. Yes. In typical Matt fashion. It is, it is your. It is your namesake, and that is. Yes. You, yeah. Inconceivable. It. It's one of the few few times you'll ever hear that expression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please refresh the page to hear the sounds. Please refresh. What do you mean, soundboard.com? Do it right, you piece of crap. <laughs> Refresh that page. Yeah, just do it now. Operator error. There you go. You should not drink and bake. I mean, that's a soundboard.com problem, not me. The page was sitting there loaded. I didn't know it was going to want to be refreshed. What the hell? If only, if only you could turn back time. Right? No. Or like he dreamed a dream at this point. Hey. I think Patrick Mahomes might want, you know, some people to be sedated might be what it really comes down to. There you go. <laughs> Yikes. That's fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. Woo. Yeah, I'm not going to say the thought that pops into my head when you played that. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that one to myself. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, is, is Mahomes going to be dancing? Oh, sh- is he going to be dancing no. to Shaggy Necks on TikTok? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Shannon's expression is you perfect know, for Jackson, this. Uh, if Jackson has to go to uh, prison, they're going to play some U2 up in there. Some U2? Oh, come on, dude. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, man. Gnarly. I mean, if Jackson Mahomes finds like a little person, they could do the whole Dr. Evil mini me thing in prison. TikTok dance. <laughs> nice. 
I like that. <laughs> yeah. <You go> <laughs> it's about time for us to roll yeah. out. That's a good he call. Might, Jesus Christ. He might wish he was invisible before the end of this. Oh, movie. no. Maybe. Come on, man. wish I could be Oh, I'm going to steal it, Randy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, God. Then I would have seen Jackson choking whoa, that whoa, chick. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, whoa. shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, all right. I know we all I, I know we all have the idea of like fuck them but you know at this point that let's leave it at that fuck them okay there you go a dream to dream it's for whoever requested that I don't remember which one of you did but you got I it. Dreamed a dream. uh, yeah. I think that was. I dreamed a dream that Matt had a fucking time. filter. <laughs> well, <laughs> ain't gonna happen. No. I know. That's why I said I dreamed a dream. I mean, it is a dream. I don't know. It, it, Mahomes clearly had the the wrong dance and the wrong playlist lined up. Anyway, all right. That's terrible. God bless. <laughs> what the fuck. There you go. There it is. Look, sexual assault, not cool, man. Not no, cool. It's not. It's Keep not, your hands not. to yourself. Keep your tongue to yourself. You know, that that's that's it's a no fly zone, man. It's a no fly zone, bro. No fly zone. So beating it, Jackson Holmes ass? Cool. Whoa! What is wrong with you? What? It's it's mad. That's what's I wrong what with him. What he did. Beating him, be, beating him down for what he did to that uh, those ladies. That is cool. Oh, okay, all right, something like that. Yeah. Trash. Are you, are you telling me you're taking the trash out? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Fair enough. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yes, sir. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Which is what he needed to ask that woman before he face raped her, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Uh, Might want to edit that one out. I know, right? <sighs> Which is what he should have asked the woman before he sexually assaulted her. Would you prefer? Yeah. Don't want to yeah. Before, would you prefer that? There you go. <laughs> I don't just don't, don't be a twat, you know. What did you say? He might get touched a lot in prison. I'm just saying. You're not wrong. Sunday, bloody Sunday. You reap what you sow. There you go. <laughs> oh, he's gonna get touched a lot. We will not win a sports uh, any kind of award for this wrap up segment. Oh. You think? <laughs> no. no. A raspberry, maybe. I had an actual serious <laughs> conversation planned, and you'd go and lead oh. with this shit. So, yeah, we'll bring it home with a serious conversation, Randy. Well, because I thought it was interesting because since we were talking about you know Lamar Jackson and how he got paid, and it was interesting. Like NFL uh, on Instagram actually pulled up like like the highest average per year for mm-hmm. for the players. Mm-hmm. So, 
At 46 million is Kyler Murray, not worth it. Nope. Uh, 49 million is Russell Wilson. To be determined. To, to, to be determined since he's got Sean Payton now in his corner. Not worth it last year. No, definitely not last year. But you got Rodgers at 50.3, which <laughs> worth it. We'll see. Uh, J- Jalen Hurts, 51 million, worth it. And then Lamar at 52 million. Um, not he, worth it. To be determined. I'm, not I mean, worth it. It is to be determined, but be determined. it's like we. In his entire career, we're we're sitting here there, we're literally sitting here waiting for him to take that next step. And when's it gonna be? Well, look, you got a new OC, you got OBJ, you got I, I like flowers. Look, we're talking about Green Bay, Jordan Love and LaFleur out of excuses. Lamar doesn't have any excuses either, bro. No. He got paid. No, he definitely doesn't have any he excuses. He got paid and he got weapons. You got paid, you got weapons, man. You gotta answer and then, 30 for thirty. And then you look at the highest total contract value. I mean, Mahomes four hundred fifty million. We know Mahomes is worth it. We, yeah, uh, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to redo his contract at some point. That's for sure. I mean, you got Josh Allen at two hundred fifty eight million. Mm-hmm. Allen needs to kind of slow down and kind of step it up a little bit after like the team falling apart last year. Uh, Hurts two fifty five. And you got Russell at two forty five. Still, judge. You know, we can't really say anything about him yet. But then you have Jackson at 260. So it's just like we, you know, it's like we're talking about just un- we're talking about under Mahomes type of money, and it's put up or shut up time for Lamar Jackson. That's yeah. it's all there is to it at I, this point. This, this is a big year for mm-hmm. him. This is a big year for him, um, and being able to make it through the season. I mean, it's again, called winning a playoff game. I know you can't control for. Oh, injury. he can do that. Win multiple playoff games. You, you, you can't control. You can't necessarily control for injuries. All right, so we we all understand right. that, but in all likelihood, the 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 heat's on now, dude. You you can't just be a regular season guy and then flame out in the playoffs. You you can't. You got to show up and um, just be ready to go. Excuse me, be ready to ball. Uh, it, you know that's great to say six thousand yards, man. You, you ain't hitting that, dude. Nah, dog. <laughs> but if, if you can clear four K and have a productive ground game. All right, now we're talking. Well, I mean, any 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 now quarterback that they pass four thousand yards, that's a good, that's a, a great year. season usually. Generally, I mean, I, I don't know what his, uh, I don't know what his passing high is. Somebody would have to double check that. I don't um, even think he's ever come close to even sniffing four thousand, but I'll check it real I quick. Wanna, Go ahead, Matt. He'd probably be mid three. I would say mid threes. I'm guessing he's he's been in the low threes, maybe the mid, but I, I'm going to go with the low threes. Like thirty two or thirty three hundred, somewhere in that zone. You know, which wouldn't surprise me. Think about it. Keep in mind, Seamus Winston threw for five thousand yards in this offense. I know, and thirty picks. Yeah, yeah. That's because he's got that gunslinger mentality of just chuck it up and pray to God. He also needed glasses or contacts or something. It wouldn't do. Very true. You know, he had his eyes on the crab. The new thirty for thirty, the Lamar Jackson story. It might be. You never know. So he went sexy Rexy. Lamar's highest passing total in a season, uh-huh. three thousand one hundred and twenty-seven yards. All right, so Ooh. so thirty low low three thousand. So I'm, I'm he, on he, there. He did he did but, throw for thirty-six touchdowns that year. Uh-huh. That's good. And he and he rushed for twelve hundred yards. Yeah, well, but it's just the idea that he's like six thousand yards. I was like, no, maybe total offense. Yes, potentially if he stays healthy and that offense clicks. Sure, that's possible, but not passing. I, I don't see him doing that. He would literally have to not run the ball at all if he wants to even consider hitting that. Because the guys that there's hit no, that, 
the guys that hit that type of passing yardage are the guys that don't run. It, Peyton Manning holds the record. Right. I was the only so you that. got Peyton Manning, you got Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. Dan yeah. Marino and Drew Brees are the ones that have hit over five thousand yards. Yeah. And Drew Brees did it twice. I, if if he if he if he climbs into four thousand plus, then that's I, a that's a win. I think you take that. Uh, as can a he win. get a, can he get can he get a four thousand and a thousand? Sure, that would be a hell of a year. But that's what that's the That'd that's the type of, of stuff he needs to aim for. He he's oh, like six thousand. I, I agree with you. Not it's like six thousand, dude. There's no no quarterback in NFL history has even come close to six thousand yards passing, and you're thinking you're going to do that? That literally, you need to stay in the pocket and not just take off after the first read. You know, if you're going to pull that off, wouldn't it be wild if he did it? That would be absolutely batshit insane. That it would, would be that would be nuts, dude. If he if he pulled it, that would be crazy. I mean, I mean, he bet on himself to get this big ass contract. I mean, it's another way to bet on himself to be the first player in NFL history to throw for six thousand yards. We're not playing Madden anymore. Someone literally has done it. The only way that's going to happen is if he looks to Munkin and says, "You owe me balls." Can't, you can't do it live. <laughs> no. You can't do it live. So you cannot go, Bill O'Reilly. No. And you owe me balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, Leroy, no, and you owe me balls, bro. <laughs> That's what Hobbs going to tell Jackson. <laughs> anyway, yeah, buddy, you, you owe me balls, bro. All right, well, let, let, look, guys, let, let's get out of here. It's one forty-five, yeah. so that's pretty. That's a pretty good cut time. So yeah. it's great to catch up. Great to hang out. Um, here's to fun NBA playoff action, NHL playoff action. Are you Are you guys pulling for anybody in particular, or you just want good playoffs in both? Doesn't really matter. At this good point, playoffs. good playoffs in both, just because yeah. do you want, I don't have a dog in the fight do you either want way. Chaos or good play, like do you want chaos? You know what? I want the underdog, the remaining underdogs to just rise up. That's I that's quality, what I want. Quality games. I'll, I'll take Qual- quality over quantity. Okay, quality, but I want the underdogs to pull it out. All right, I got you. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's what she easy said. There. Um, easy there. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, I, I work with a uh, a Sabres fan. He was like, "Just give me chaos." I, he, <laughs> he cracks me up. Uh, so that, that's always a good time. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, all right. Any other final thoughts? Are we done? We done. We done. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, as always, as we hit the uh, the time to wrap it up. <laughs> Where's that weird Matt laugh? Where's that? Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> Do I have it categorized as five? Uh, just pull up Kawhi Leonard. Oh, that's also true, but this this laugh deserves a replay. <laughs> that joke. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, man? I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. That's a devilish laugh. Yeah, the only if I could it's something, I don't, we'd have to pull the the actual episode or the actual clip that that's from. That, that sounds mean, like you're cracked out on something. It does. <laughs> Drugs. Spoiler alert. Drugs. Life. <laughs> yeah. More more like soiler alert. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kawhi. <laughs> Retire, Kawhi. He, he probably he may need to. God bless. It's, it's re- it really is a shame, but at least he's got at least he's gotten hardware out of his career. It's just yeah. It's a, it's just a shame to think that his body is broken down and 
you know, you get these glimpses of what he can can be, but you're just you just you can't count you can't count. I mean, Chris Paul, not that it's a fair comparison, but I mean, he's thirty seven, thirty eight, right? He deserves a ring yeah, more well, than anybody it, it, out there right now. It'd be great to see, but it it just may not be meant to be. And sometimes that's just that's the reality of sports, dude. <clears throat> not everybody's going to get a ring, man. And, and Chris Paul, it feels like no matter what happens, he just gets hurt hurt in the playoffs, doesn't it? <laughs> annual, uh, yeah, yeah, annual injury in the playoffs. I know it's that's just unfortunate. But uh, no, I'll you know I feel like I'll take chaos in the NHL and. I haven't decided who I'm rooting for yet with the NBA other than I don't need the Warriors to win. Um, I'm not anti-Warriors, but I just they've won enough. Like, I'd rather see something. I am. Well, I know you are. <laughs> uh, although I think Draymond Green's a bit of a tool these days. A, a bit? A bit. I mean, a little bit of a gadfly. There's a reason he does what he does. So um, I don't hate him. Nice. It's just, you know, yeah. He, he just he, He's just pouring salt on wounds just to do it. But uh, I don't know. I think it would be more fascinating if a different team won. Uh, I agree. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, there you go. All right. Well, we'll see if we can catch up next week. As always, it's great to catch up and hang out and shoot the breeze. Tasty beverages, good times, a couple of laughs along the way. And uh, Jackson Mahomes is a, is a bag of crap. So we've established that. And yes, TikTok dance that fucker. <laughs> anyway, from all of us to all of you, <laughs> other than Jackson Mahomes' punk ass, um, enjoy the week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll catch you on the flip side. As always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on a ton of different surface, uh, different services. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Have a good time, man. So, yep. Dirk knows. Oh my god! There it is. All right, gents. Good to catch up. Good to hang out. And uh, enjoy the week. All right, fellas. Get some rest. Night. As we like to say, man. Good night. As we like to say, good night now. Aldi. Now, here comes here comes the Peace. cantina band back for full effect. And may the fourth be with you. And revenge of the fifth tomorrow on short sleep and booze. Can't wait. Hoorah. And Cinco de Drunko. <laughs> and Cinco de Drunko. Hell yeah, man. Can't wait for those margaritas. It's gonna be hell sweet. yes. Yeah, <laughs> feeling it. Would it be great if you could get a soundtrack like when you're doing certain things in life? Oh, oh, we we meant to ask. Like if you could force choke somebody, I'd force choke that fucker that cut me off on Param Road and then braked in front of me and slowed down to about a standstill. The Param Road the speed limit's like 45 or 50, right? And this windbag of a driver. We're in a, we merged and we're going and, I'll, and I'll, you know I'm gonna end up changing lanes so I'm like looking ahead I'm like all right they're way in front of me this is good there's nobody in front of them I mean I'm pretty good at spacing my car when I'm driving and so I turn my head to the left to see if I can merge to the left lane and out of my peripheral vision I saw this car and I'm like oh crap and I just stomp on the brake pedal dude I don't know why they stopped on Param Road but they are assholes and if I could force choke up force choke somebody. It would have been them <laughs> in that moment. Sounds like someone was trying to get a new car. Yeah, I don't. They were driving a Toyota Avalon. It's not like it was a piece of crap. But oh, man, God. oh, it was close, dude. That was close. Mm. That would have sucked. That would have sucked a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. So 
All right. Next week, we'll follow up and see who everybody else would uh, force. Actually, you know what? I want to know. Shannon, here you go. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think I got to do this. I think we got to do it. I think this I think this is perfect here. Hold on. I got to find the video, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, wait a second. Where's that? Uh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, look, we're going to do it. Not that. Hot Not potato, that. Before we get out of here. <laughs> Shannon, you get to Bull's intro. The Force Choke. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> oh god. <clears throat> oh god. I'm out of drink too. <laughs> Ow! About to choke a bitch! <laughs> Our captain! The force choke, the dumb bitch on Pear Road! And here we go! <laughs> die, bitch, die! Wow! Harsh. Actually, you know what? Quite Game honestly, I was, I was so annoyed with that person. If I could have force choked them, I would have played hot potato, hot potato with her punk ass. I would have. I would have forced choked the brain. Fuck him. All right. Good lord. Total shocker. That, Total shocker. I would not. Nah, I would, that, that's that's that bullshit though. No, like, like you can't be cutting people off on parent. Well, you can't. You know, I mean, it's like, why do you? Why would you stop? We just merged. It's it's like these assholes who have to pull out in front of you and then go twenty miles an hour. Like what the hell, it's man? Like, come on. It's I like know. come on, bro. Come on, bro. You pulled out faster than you know someone who doesn't want to. Certainly have faster than the Cromartys. I know that. <laughs> or, or faster than Philip Rivers. Or Philip Rivers. Um, or Sean Kemp. <laughs> Oh, dude, 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 Shannon, can you have a, a pull-out remix with Cromarty, oh, Kemp, Cromarty, Kemp, and Rivers right now? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Wanker the Walrus is dying to know. Wanker the Walrus. <laughs> and now. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I can't breathe. What are you? Are you gonna be on a first alert? <laughs> like commercial? <laughs> alert. That's Shannon. That's the bull's outro. I can't breathe. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to walk away from that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that one for next week. All right. So your your mission your mission is to, is to do a Bulls a Bulls intro with Cromarty, Kemp, and Rivers pulling out. That's your homework. The weakest pullout game in the world. Wow. Well, Wilt Chamberlain could be part of that, too. Wilt Chamberlain should be part of that, too. Oh, my Boy. God. 
he got him. He just probably pulled out quick. I mean, Roddy Rivers dude, and who else? Will, Will, Will Chamberlain was too busy, like, going, we are the world. Let's have some children. All the people he was thinking with. Uh, Will Chamberlain was like, boys to men. He'll make love to you. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Right. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> way, way to go. Now get out of my hotel room. <laughs> Wilt said next. Next. <laughs> get out of my hotel room. Next. Next. <laughs> next man up, yo. <laughs> Holy crap. Look, somebody's got to ride the pine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh my god. I ride the train, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Here. Oh my god. Let me just look dude. up train. That should that should get the one we need. Yeah. There it is. Alright. So our outro is is riding the Wilt Chamberlain train. That's incredible. Oh god. Oh god! It's taking us twenty minutes to finish up. <laughs> well, it's faster than Chrome or longer than Chrome Hardy. Will Chamberlain apparently approves this message. Make so, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I'm making love. I'm making love. I'm making love. <laughs> Do it live. So you cannot go Bill O'Reilly. No. And you owe me balls, bro. So you cannot go Bill O'Reilly. Fuck him. No. You owe me balls, bro. <laughs> All right. That's that's time to go. All right. Thanks for putting up with our crap. You got a bonus wrap-up segment. Unless you were with Wilt. Then <laughs> you didn't get a bonus wrap-up as we are the world. We had some children. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hell yeah yeah that's uh -oh. right anyway all right oh my god <laughs> oh god i hurt <laughs> that's what she said we don't need to hear about mj and children <laughs> oh lord all right, all right, all right. Thanks for putting up with our crap. We have the sports brew. We'll catch you on the flip side. Till next time, uh, <laughs> keywords of sports and brew, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, Spotify, all kinds of crap, dude. Just look it up. You'll find us. Have a laugh. Share it. Uh, if you're going to share it with somebody, make sure they have a good sense of humor because some people might be like, what is up with these assholes? <laughs> what a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> what, 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 yes. what a bunch of morons. Oh, it, it could happen. I, I believe it. But anyway, all right. Until next time, friends, go get some sleep. I'll catch you on the flip side. And as we like to say, good night now for real this time. <laughs> all right, guys. Catch you later, friends. Peace. Later. Oh, we hit like two hours. This is perfect. Well done. Later, guys. Look at that. Hey. All right. Good night. Or night two, 2 a.m., I mean. We're at two hours and nine minutes, but whatever. 2 a.m. it is. Good night. Uh, see you. <laughs> later. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> right? <laughs>
Yeah, there it is. Gaseous. That's how I feel from y'all. <laughs> All right, later, guys. All right, I'm gonna go. Good night. I'll, I'll, later, call, guys. I'll call you back. Good night.